Hey there, and welcome back to By His Grace Marriage Ministry Podcast. My name is Amanda. Shalom to all of you, and I pray you all are having a blessed start to your week. So this episode, if you will, is part two to the episode I just published. And um, it's an episode, or it's a topic of a really special and sweet word that uh, the Ruach um, laid on my heart and spirit last night. And it's just a really, again, sweet reminder Um, about your union, your set-apart marriage, and your spouse, okay? So, and again, I'm going to repeat what I already said in the first episode at the beginning because, again, the first one was for men, this one is for women. So even if you listen to both episodes, I just want to cover all bases. So, all right, so um, let me start by explaining this. So Yahuwah is saying that your marriage is loyalty, Okay, and I know that's not a term that we hear a lot in our culture or within our country because we don't have kings and queens and, you know, things along those lines. Uh, We do hear about it throughout the world. You know, England is is a country that still has, you know, kings and queens and things like that. Um, And I'm sorry, I hope I said royalty, not loyalty. (laughs) I did this the last time, too. Your set apart unions are royalty, not loyalty, if I said loyalty. Um, And so that's what he's wanting you to know. And he wants me to explain why that is. So first off, of course, we know that Abba, our father, Yahuwah, is king of kings, right? And so what he wants me to explain is this. So uh, a few episodes ago, I did an episode called uh, Set Apart. And I was just explaining what it means to be set apart, um, you know, how you can become set apart, what that looks like, and so on and so forth. So real quick, I'm just going to briefly explain. So we know that Yisrael are Yahuwah's chosen people, okay? And for those of you that aren't familiar with, with the Torah or have read recently or at all, especially within Bereshith, Genesis, um, we know that Abraham uh, was the was the person that Yahuwah called out of Babylon, out of, you know, foreign countries and nations, called him out and said that through him, he would establish a people unto himself, the chosen ones. And that really started with Abraham's grandson, Yaakov or Jacob. Okay. And as we read on in Genesis within the Torah, we read that Yahuwah changed Yaakov's name to Yisrael. And we know that Yisrael had 12 sons and a, and a daughter, but he had 12 sons. And through those 12 sons uh, was the formation of Yisrael, okay? Yahuwah's chosen ones, all right? So when you're grafted in, as I explained in my episode set apart, because yes, we're born Gentiles, but spiritually we become Yisrael when we graft in, when we leave Babylon, when we come out of man-made religions, false doctrines, you know, all those things. When we leave all of that behind, we cross over, we immerse ourselves, we are following the Torah, we are keeping it no matter what. We become Yisrael, okay? So because we become Yisrael, here's the other thing he wanted me to explain. So out of Yisrael or out of Jacob's sons, there were two sons that were that were um, prophesied and called to uh, two major things. So Judah or Yehuda is a kingly line. And in this kingly line, what we see is that kings came from the tribe of Judah. So for example, King David, and also the Messiah, 
Yahusha came from this lineage, okay? And he is also king of kings, all right? So uh, the other son, Levi, is a priestly line, okay? Um, it's where a lot of priests would come from this tribe. It's a priesthood. So like, for example, Aaron or, you know, Aaron, you know, he was a priest. You know, we see this in the Torah in uh, Exodus or Shemoth. So, and when we look at, at the Messiah, Yahushua was both a king and a priest, right? He's a combination of both these things. So that's why Yahuwah is saying that your marriage that is from him, it's not only from him and for him, okay? And it's set apart, but it's royalty, which means that you wives or wives-to-be, again, it doesn't matter what season you're in, whether you're already a wife or you will be one, okay? Um, you are a queen and your husband is a king, okay? Yahuwah is giving you a king. Now, just as I said in my in the episode for men, your husbands are not always going to be, you know, this, this perfect set-apart man, okay? He's not always going to demonstrate or show or reflect, you know, attributes of a king, okay? Um, why? Because we all fall short and we all make mistakes. It's going to happen. So please do not take this and, and, and you know, make it extremely impossible for your husband because you're like, oh, you're a king, you're set apart, you were called by Yahuwah, so you can't make mistakes. No, your husband is going to make mistakes and so are you, okay? Let's just be clear about that because we're all still in our flesh and we also live in a corrupt, fallen, broken, and sinful world. So we will make mistakes. And also, I want to say this, and I mentioned this in the episode for men, okay? For some, okay, your spouse will become this king, will become this Ephesians 5 man once they've come into union with you, because it's through you that they're going to, that they're going to see the love of the Messiah. They're going to see the attributes of, you know, Yahuwah of a set apart person. They're going to see your faith. They're going to see your love. You know, it's going to be through you that your husband is going to become this Ephesians 5 man. Okay. Um, for some of you, when you come together, he's already there. And for some, it won't be that way. Okay. It'll be a work in progress. All right. That's just how it's going to be. All right. So with all that being said, I'm going to read from the book of Ephesians chapter five. And I'll let you know what verse I'm going to start from in just a moment. Because what Yahuwah is saying, Yahuwah is saying that your husband is going to be your king. Okay. He's going to be an Ephesians five man or husband. Okay. And again, he might have to work at it. He may not be there all the way just yet, but Yahuwah is saying he will have these characteristics and it might not be all of them. It could just be a few, it could be several, or it could be all of them. You know, again, this takes time. So many of us, both men and women are coming out of deception, are coming out of, you know, maybe you were hurt in the past, you know, um, and it's, you know, just caused issues in your character, you know, things like that. You know, Yahuwah is saying these things take time, but because they have come to me and because they'll be with you, they will see these things and they will develop these things because remember, your husbands are sons of Yahuwah, okay? They are sons of Yahuwah. That's why, like I said, they're kings, okay? They're kings because these set-apart unions are royalty. Why? Because... Yahuwah is king of kings. And we know that Yahusha came from um, a a kingly uh, line. You know, he came from the tribe of Judah, Yehuda. 
So Yahuwah is saying, even if it doesn't seem like it yet, but your husband is a king in the making, or he is a king, and and he is an Ephesians 5 man or husband in the making, or he is one, okay? So I'm going to start at, and I've, I've actually taken these scriptures, and I've already broken them down, and I have done words on these. They're in either season one, yeah, they're in season one, where I actually did a three-part series on Ephesians chapter 5. So, but I'm going to go ahead. Let me just find the scripture. Please bear with me. Okay. So I'm going to start at, so it's Ephesians chapter 5, and I'm going to start at verse 25, okay? And it says, Husbands, Love your wives as Mashiach. So I'm reading from the Nazarene version. It's Hebrew. Mashiach is the Messiah. Okay. So husbands, love your wives as Mashiach or the Messiah. Also did love the assembly or the church and gave himself for it in order to set it apart and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word in order to present it to himself a splendid assembly, not having spot or wrinkle or any of this sort but that it might be set apart and blameless. In this way, husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself, for no one ever hated his own flesh, but feeds and cherishes it, as also the master does the assembly. By master, they're referring to Yahusha. Okay? Um, And then it goes on to say, because we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones, for this cause... A man shall leave his father. Now, this is Paul is echoing um, the Torah because we see Yahuwah say this in Genesis. Okay, I think it's Genesis two twenty four. Okay, Paul is is again he's he's reinstating this. He's echoing this. For this cause, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Okay, Hallelujah, praise Yah. Okay, so wives, what Yahuwah is saying, okay, is that your husband, and again, he may not possess all these qualities right away, okay, he may possess some and not all, and and again, it, it could be a work in progress, but what Yahuwah is saying, he's saying, I am giving you, okay, for those of you who are still waiting, and even for those of you that are already married, he's saying, I am giving you, or I have given you a king, because he is my son. And therefore, your union is royalty, and these are the, the the characteristics, if you will, that he will possess, that he will that he will show to you. Okay, so basically, and listen, I know there are so many women that have come to me that have said that their husbands are far from this. Pray for them. Okay, pray for them. Also, I have to say this. I have to throw this out there. Also, did you make sure that when you met this person, that this was Yahuwah's will? that this was the man he was calling you to be with, okay? Now, what I also will say, and I've, I've made mention of this many times before in my podcast, right now, and this has been this way for several years and, and probably will continue to go on. Remember, I have explained that the enemy, Satan, attacks men more than he does women, okay? He attacks men more because of the role that they have, you know, so on and so forth. But I, I won't go into detail because I've explained it a lot. And for the sake of time, I won't go into detail. But the thing is, wives, whether you're a wife in waiting, you already are. I mean, you're already married. 
in Yahuwah's eyes, you're already married to this person, okay? You just haven't come together physically yet for those of you that are waiting. So your prayers as his wife, that's what he needs. And what Yahuwah is doing is that he is calling you women, you wives, you daughters of the Most High to intercede for your husbands, for his sons, to bring them back to him so that they can become these kings, so that they can become these Ephesian, Ephesians 5 men, husbands, fathers, okay? Because what Paul is saying here is he's saying that husbands need to have unconditional love for their wives the same way that the Messiah, Yahusha, has for us, for the body, okay, for the church, for the assembly. Okay, and it also says in order to set apart and cleanse it with the washing of the water by the word. So also what it's saying is that your husband will get to the point where they will, you know, um, they will lead you spiritually. Okay, they will want to sit down and read scripture with you. They will want to pray with you. Okay, they will do their best to make sure that there is nothing ungodly within your household and marriage and with your children okay he's gonna make sure that y'all are set apart that you all are protected right from babylon from the world he's gonna be that primary example to you and to your children right praise yah okay and if he's not there yet women have faith that he will get there and that that man needs your prayers to help him get there, okay? And Yahuwah is working on him. For some of you that are still waiting, that's why you're still waiting. Because Yahuwah is still working on that man. He's still working on your husband, okay? So that he can get there, or at least partially get there. And then again, when, when, when the two of you come together... When Yahuwah brings you all together, he's gonna he's gonna see through you. Okay? He's gonna he's gonna learn more truth. He's gonna see the examples and he's gonna want to become that man. Okay, he's gonna wanna become set apart. He's gonna wanna become that Ephesians 5 man and he'll do his best. Remember, it takes time, okay? It absolutely takes time, but he will get there, okay? Praise Yahuwah, he will get there, okay? Um, it says, in this way, husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. You know, again, Paul repeatedly makes mention to husbands about the unconditional love to their wives. When you see up here, starting at verse 22, when he's addressing wives, he's talking about wives su submitting to their husbands. He's not even mentioning love. But to husbands, he's, he mentions love over and over how you are to love your wife, how you are to care for her, how you are to wash her with the water of the word, how you are to lead her and exemplify, protect her, provide for her. It's kind of like all the things that I just talked about. And it was a, it was an episode for men, but I talked about how, you know, uh, one of the 10 ways that, that men cover their wives, protection, provision, you know, leading, right? Your husbands, so wives, your husbands, along with Yahuwah, are your covering, okay? They are your covering. They are to protect you. They are to provide for you. They are to love you as they love themselves, okay? That's how important it is. Why? Because you are his rib. You are literally a part of this man. Well, I shouldn't say literally, <laughs> metaphorically speaking, but spiritually, you are literally a part of this man. And I've talked about this a lot because this is something that always is so very close to my heart. And I think it's just so beautiful how Yahuwah 
um, created marriage and, and how he, he created the first marriage. I think it's so beautiful that we are a part of our husbands. You know, we're their, you know, bone of bone and flesh of flesh. You know, we were literally created as, you know, and it's not the only purpose that we have, but we were literally created with the purpose of helping these specific men that Yahuwah has chosen for us. Okay. So it would only make sense that your husband would absolutely cherish you, admonish you, uh, be thankful for you and love you with everything. Okay. The problem is that I've seen with women in these, you know, secular relationships and, you know, relationships that are just absolutely not of you who are, even if, if you are with your yacht ordained husband, you know, the problem is I've seen so many women be really unloving and cold and, um, just the opposite of what a Proverbs 31 wife is and, and the kind of wife that Yahuwah calls you to be. You know, I, I have literally heard of, you know, men coming to their wives and, and, and bearing their soul to them and sharing them their heart, you know, and things like that. And then, you know, these women just kind of trample all over that. You know, and it's so sad to see that. And it's like, then they complain because their husbands are not loving them the way that they feel that they should, you know, or all of a sudden they're not wanting to provide, you know, or protect them or be loving with them or intimate with them. And Well, yeah, I mean, if you are literally taking this man and tearing him apart verbally, emotionally, mentally, even physically, there are so many women that think that it's okay that when they get into an argument with their husbands, that it's okay to put their hands on their husbands because, oh, they can take it. They're stronger. They're bigger. They're this or that. No, no. What a lot of women don't seem to understand because the world, Babylon, which I, I understand why they've done this because it is what's what's happened. But women have this outlook of men that men are dogs. They don't have feelings. They, they could care less. They just only have one thing on their mind. And all these things that are said about men, right? Listen, that might be so in Babylon. There may be men like that, but not set apart men. Not men that Yahuwah has called to raise up as his sons and as your wives, or, or I'm sorry, as your husbands, as your kings, okay? And when you do stuff like this, when you disregard your husband in this way, that destroys that man. That's why you see a lot of men, when they come out of counterfeit relationships, they're destroyed. They're wrecked. They're wrecked. Their heart is broken. Their their self-esteem has gone down because that woman probably dominated them, you know, uh, treated them terribly, you know, abused them in some kind of way, be it emotionally, physically, you know, mentally, verbally, whatever. Maybe they were unfaithful to them. They cheated on them. You know, a number of things could have happened to this man. And that man comes out wrecked. You know, and it takes, then Yahuwah has to take this man, pick up the, the broken pieces and put them back together again. Then he, then he gifts you this man and then you, you go ahead and treat him the same way. That's why it's so important. And I say this to both men and women. Before you step into your Yah ordained marriage, your set apart marriage, you need to become the person that he's calling you to be, you need to become set apart from this world. If you need, if there's healing that needs to be done, you need to heal most of it. Some of it you'll heal in your marriage. Okay. You know, it, it, unfortunately I hear this too often, even with these, these set apart marriages sometimes. Wives, you've been given not only a blessing and a beautiful gift of a set apart marriage, of a, of a marriage of royalty, you've been given a king. 
okay? Or a king in the making, all right? An Ephesians 5 man. You know, it's it's a high calling on top of that. And you've been given a special assignment to be by that man's side, okay? To be there for him through thick and thin, to support him, okay? It's not to belittle him. It's not to hurt him. It's not to do any of those things, okay? It's not to try and, you know, uh, take ownership of him or take over or, you know, anything like that. No, that's not why Yahoo has given you this gift, okay? But the main point of this word is that Yahuwah is reminding for those that are called to a set-apart union, he is saying your marriage is royalty and I am giving you a king or I am giving you a queen. Okay, that's what he wants his chosen ones to understand, you know, and it's something that when I did my very first episode where I talked about the differences between a set-apart marriage and a secular marriage, it was actually one thing that I didn't mention is that because it's from Yahuwah, you know, it's it's royalty. These spouses are kings and queens for the Most High. You know, and that's a beautiful gift. And like I said, are they going to be perfect at it? No. But in Yahuwah's eyes and in your eyes, this is who they are. And that's how you should, listen, always try to see your spouse, even when they mess up, even when they make mistakes, even when they fall short, and they will. Okay, but remember and always try to view your spouse the way that Yahuwah views them even when they mess up. Okay, and that is one of the most important things about a set-apart marriage that many people have trouble with. Because you have to love your spouse unconditionally and always see them how Yahuwah sees them. And it's not an easy thing. It's not an easy thing, okay? But Yahuwah will help you to do it. He will open your eyes to that person and who who they are, who they are on the inside, even if they're broken, even if they're a different person at the time. Yahuwah will help you to see that person, how he sees them. You'll see their purpose. You'll see how he views them and what's special about them. And that will bring on a whole different love for that person. But ladies, your husband or your husband-to-be is your king, and treat him like that, okay? Love on him, support him, okay? Admonish him, you know? Um, Let him know how much you love him, how much you admire him, how much you appreciate all the hard work he does. If he's not feeling well, tend to him, nurture him, okay? I'm not saying be his mom. (laughs) I'm not saying treat him like a baby, although most men, and I said this in in the episode before, Most men act like babies when they're sick, (laughs) which I think is so cute. Um, You know, nurture them, be there for them. You know, if they need to be held, hold them. If they need to talk, listen to them. If they need to cry, let them cry. Be that shoulder they can cry on. You know, let them know how much you love them, how much you care about them. You know, let them know how attractive or sexy you find them. And, you know, let them know certain things that they do, how much you love it. And, you know, men need to hear these things. Women, please, if you take anything away from this episode, take this away. Men need to know that you love them and that you feel this way about them. They're not mind readers, okay? But they need to know these things because you are like the person, okay? You are their best friend. Like it says in Proverbs 31, um, 
and I read that in the in the episode before, you know, that a husband, you know, safely trusts her with his heart, you know, that he can, you know, like I said, bear his soul and, and confide in her things that he wouldn't do with anybody else. Or maybe he has and he's been, you know, hurt by that, you know, um, he needs to be able to come home and feel like number one, it's his home. Okay. And he's able to be himself. He needs to know that you're there for him no matter what, whether he messes up, whether he falls short, you know, whether something is going on with him, maybe somebody's treating him a certain way, maybe something's going on with his job. You know, he needs to be able to know that you're there for him no matter what, you know. He needs to know that in women, that is, that is the whole thing right there, you know. You need to, I know it can be hard. I know it can be hard when he is far from that. But you need to see your husband, how Yahuwah sees him, and you need to see him as a king, okay? Because that's what he is. He is your king, okay? Even if he doesn't act very kingly sometimes. Uh, I don't know what the word is. Um, gosh, I wish I knew what it was, but never mind. Um, you know, even if he's acting the opposite, okay? He's still a king. He's still Yahuwah's son. And if Yahuwah can still see us, how he sees us, even when we fall short, then we as wives need to do the same for our husbands. We really, really do. Treat him like a king. I mean, honestly, sometimes, you know, it doesn't have to be all the time, but cater to him. You know, kind of do that whole... <laughs> I almost said something inappropriate. <laughs> I don't want it to come off that way, but... <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, Yahuwah, help me. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how to say it now. Um, but I was just going to say, you know, let there be moments, days, nights where you cater to your husband, you know, treat him like a king, you know, treat him like a king, you know, give him a massage, you know, talk with him, do something that he likes and appreciates, you know, make his favorite meal, just cater to him, you know, cater to him. Um, and trust me, he's gonna, that's what's gonna cause your husband to love you unconditionally. Okay? Because you're literally showing him things and doing things for him that nobody else has done, especially if your husband was hurt in the past by another female. Okay? When you do these things for him, this is what's gonna cause your husband to love you unconditionally, as the scriptures say. But when you do the opposite, then yeah, I mean, it, of course your husband is not going to feel to go out of his way for you and provide for you, protect you, love you unconditionally and all these kinds of things. Of course not. You know, it's like I said in one of my episodes, and I hope I say it the way that I said it before, you know, because in Ephesians 5, and, and again, I teach a lot from these scriptures, you know, it talks about uh, wives submitting to their husbands and husbands loving their wives unconditionally. Well, here's the thing, wives. If you are not that Proverbs 31 woman, that wife, if you are not submissive to your husband, and if you all want to know more about that, I've done episodes on that, go check it out, um, then your husband is not going to want to love you unconditionally, okay? And if a wife isn't being loved unconditionally, she's not going to want to be submissive. So it, it goes hand in hand, okay? You know, Paul knew what he was talking about. You know, Yahuwah knows what he's talking about. You know, he created these marriages. He created the natural order and design of marriage and family. He knows what he's talking about. So wives, 
if you want to see that Ephesians 5 man in your husband, to see that 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 kingmanship in him, I don't even know if that's the right term. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right term. If you want to see that king within him, you've got to treat him right. You've got to treat him right, okay? But he is capable of being, and that's that's who he's called to be, okay? Because if Yahuwah set you apart, think of it this way. If Yahuwah set you apart, then that spouse he ordained for you, he also set, set them apart or will set them apart. He's not going to have you two be unequally yoked in the sense of one is set apart, the, the other one isn't. Now, I did do episodes, I think I did two of them, where I talked about the truth about unequally yoked marriages. Go back and listen to those, um, and that'll make sense. And it'll also make sense about what I'm saying now, okay? Um, because like I said in the word for men, um, for some, your spouses will become this person after you come together and after you've had some time together in your marriage because they're going to see it through you. It's going to be because of you that they become that person. They become that Ephesians 5 man. They become that Proverbs 31 woman. They become that queen. They become that king. For some, they've are, they're, when, by the time you meet, they're already that person because Yahuwah has worked on them, okay? So it's going to be different for everybody, okay? But, and I'm running out of time, what Yahuwah is reminding you today, wives, women, your husbands are kings, they are Ephesians 5 men or husbands, and your set-apart marriage is royalty. That is what he wants to remind his set-apart ones today. Really uh, sweet and special message for all of you, and again, I just wanted to come on and share it. I am hoping to start my Blending Family series very, very soon. And it's not going to be a long series. And I'm not going to call it Remarriage and Blending Families because not everyone is going to be remarried. For some of you, it's the first time you're actually going to be married, but you have children. Okay. So more on that later on. I promise I'll get to that very, very soon. I love you all. Thank you all for listening. And I will talk with you in my next episode. Shalom. Shalom.